fashion insider friends what is up this is the fashion crimes podcast where i cover all things fashion style shopping style inspiration and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better yes i'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40 and i mean way after 40 Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. How's it going, fashion besties? So happy that you joined us this week. We have a very special BFD, BFD, hot hot New York City makeup artist, Allison Weisel, celebrity makeup artist. Welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you so much, Holly Cats, for having me, queen, my fashion bestie queen. Thank you so much. Woo, you are a hard bronco to saddle. I am so grateful for your time. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, and why you're so hot. Oh, that's really nice of you. So I am a New York City-based makeup artist. Um, I work with all types of clients. I work with clients on television, MSNBC. I work uh, do CNN. I work for private clients who are pretty significant. I don't really share their information because they probably then wouldn't bring me back. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, I work at WWE. I also do a lot of private clients, editorial. I do all the things. Love it. Love it. As one of the top makeup artists in New York, what are some of the struggles that you see as far as skincare is concerned? I want to start there because at people of our age, I think skincare is such an important facet of more importantly, how to the technique, you know, for your eyeshadow and lipstick and things like that. What are your suggestions for finding the right skincare for somebody in our age group? I think, well, certainly you should talk to, you know, even if you don't have an esthetician, I mean, there's so much information. I think one thing I always stress for people, um, I think skincare and makeup too, I think there's so much information and so many products that people get overwhelmed. So they're it's just like, well, yeah. So they're like, I'm just not going to use anything. Um, but I think really good quality skincare at a reasonable price has been made accessible to everyone. So like, for example, I love this vitamin C serum. It's by a brand Naturium. You can buy it at Target. It's under 20 bucks, right? And what I always say to people is, I don't care if you're using Chanel or using L'Oreal. If your skin isn't taken care of, the makeup, mm, like, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm not asking people to invest. T- I think what scares people is the time. They don't want to spend all the time, 20 step skincare routine. That's not what they're doing. They don't have time for that, but they want to feel good about themselves. So I think investing in some, you know, good key products, even at a reasonable price is really something that you should do. And maybe you, you know, if you have to look online or you call me or you, you know, you figure it out, somebody that you trust. If you're super white, okay, and you don't want to look so white, how do you know how dark you can actually go without looking like, oh my God, her foundation's orange? That's the struggle that I have. Right. So the idea is, is that you always sort of want to, when you try foundation, you typically can try it. You would try three. And what okay. you do is you're going to elongate it from your face. I'm looking dark there, but that's fine. All the way down to your neck. 
because that's where the line of demarcation is. And that's where people will see if the foundation is the wrong color. So you want to make sure that you take your foundation all the way down here when you're testing it so that you can see if it blends into your neck, then you know you're good. Okay. So for those listening, she's starting kind of like at the bottom of her cheek and going, you know, past her jawline all the way down. All the way down to my neck. Yep. And so I see people do it on their wrist. Is that not right? I mean, I you can, but for oh, okay. me, I want to see, you know, how it's going to look and blend into my neck, right? Because like, oh. otherwise, you know, this is where, when they call line of demarcation is where your jaw is, where your jaw stops. If you don't take the, found, if the foundation doesn't match, you're going to see, that's what called a line of demarcation. That's where you see if, the, if it's too dark and then your neck and your face don't match. So the idea is it should be able to blend into your neck and you can also bring it down onto your neck to blend it out even more, but it should not be darker than your face. Okay. Continuing with the foundation, what is best brush spongy thing or your fingers, or is it a pre whatever you want? Okay. So that's what I was going to say. I say what I would, what I would say is try out each. So you, again, we don't have to spend a lot of money on sponges or brushes, or obviously your fingers are free. So what I would do is when you get the foundation of your choice, I would try it in a multitude of ways and see, try it with a brush, then look at your face. If it's streaky, you know that that's not your choice. Fingers are always great. You know, I sometimes try it with a sponge, um, but then you might say, well, it looks a little bit too heavy. It's all about trial and error and there's no wrong answer, right? Like if you don't have brushes or sponges, fingers are amazing. That's what they're for. And then you don't waste product, right? Um, but sometimes you want a different application and so, or you don't want to use your finger, so use a brush and that's great too. Another question. And sorry, guys, I'm just doing, I'm asking questions that I want to know. So if you have questions for Allison that you want to know, you're going to have to email me separately and then she's going to come back and answer those. But my question is, okay, so I have, um, the older I get, I, you know, the darker the circles, do you take your foundation all the way up to the lash line or you leave this blank? Because when I leave that blank and do the concealer, it's not enough or I'm not either blending it correctly or it looked, it doesn't match. Do you bring yeah. it up or not? So there we go. The million dollar question, you know, everybody does things differently and okay. you certainly can bring it up and then or you can not, and then you can put your concealer on, and then what you have left over on your finger or on your sponge, you can then take the foundation and go over it to have it blend seamlessly. You know, it's a personal choice. The product that I use on my face, I actually do bring it all the way up to under my eyes, and then I put my concealer on. I just find it easier. But, you know, someone else may say that's not the way to do it, but I think that's what I'm sort of saying is it's trial and error. If you see that there's like your concealer is super white and it's not blending in with your foundation, what you would want to do is put your concealer on and then again, go back with ex the excess that you have on your fingers or on your sponge to sort of blend that out. So everything is even with the foundation. I love that. Do you do your eyebrows before your foundation or after? I don't know. So a lot of people like to do eye situation before they do the face. I'm the opposite. I'm super visual. So I need the face to be completely even, like an even canvas of Got paint. It. And then I do everything. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people do the eyes first because they don't want to like have any fallout or, or a mess. I once in a while try it, but just the way my mind works, I have to see the skin even like a blank canvas. And then I do the eyebrows and the eyes. Okay. When you do the eyebrows. So again, eyebrow problems, gray hair and thinning eyebrows. 
filling them in. Sure. Yes. You can fill them in the million dollar question. Is it supposed to reach the end of your eye or is it supposed to, ah, okay. Now she's using a pen. Okay. For everybody listening. Or I'll just take this back of the brush. So you're going to go here where, where your eyebrow starts. Ah. You're going to turn it here (gasps) to where the high point of your eyebrow is. And then you're going to go right to the end. Y'all got to watch and where this the video. eye of where you the corner of your eye ends right here. Love I, that. Yeah. I sometimes think if you go this far, it looks to me again, personal preference and I'm not being judgmental because again, I think everybody does what works for them and what they like. And no one should tell you that you can't do a certain thing for makeup because that's personal choice. For me, when I see people, when they take their brows very far, what I do think is it tends to drag the eye down, right? And whatever eye shape you have, typically the idea is that we want to make the eyes look bigger and wider and we're more awake. So if the eyebrow goes too far down, you're dragging everything down. So you're going to go by the end of your um, nose where the eyebrow starts, and you're going to turn it right above where the high point is. This is the back of a brush. It could be anything. And then you're going to stop right here. So you'd have to see the video to watch this, not to be confusing, but that's really how you would do it. That's amazing. So guys, so fashion besties, she's taking the end of a brush. She's sticking it next to her nostril, right where her eyebrow starts and she's moving it like a clock. So you see the high point and then where your eye stops and everyone's face shape is different. So, you know, it is subjective to that, but I know that you can do, you know, for eyebrow hairs, of course you do the pigment, but yeah. I had a very interesting thing happen to me. My eyebrows are a little bit crazy. And so my hairstylist said, you have curly eyebrows. That's why they're, the hairs are turning different ways. Yes. How long has she been sitting on that one? I mean, she's like, so put some pomade in there. I'm like, okay, girl. But then it's all cakey and it looks like I have gel on my eyebrows. Help, please. So NYX NYX makes a product that if I'm not mistaken, it's called glue it. And it just, it's not cakey and it helps to literally just hold your eyebrows down. It's not expensive. I think it's $5. I, what I'll do is I will um, tag all these products and I'll send them to you. And then you can, you know, show your listeners. Um, I think it's called glue it. I'm not glue brow gel. Yep. Instant it's glue, instant brow styler. And what it does, it's really inexpensive. It's $10 and and you can even get a coupon somewhere. And it literally just glues your eyebrows in place without making it cakey. It comes in clear. So there will be no color or it comes in color. If you want to add color, sometimes yesterday I was with a client who said, listen, I like big brows. And if enough, I don't have time. She was using a specific brand. It doesn't really matter. And it just had some color in it. And she just brushed the product through her eyebrow just to feel, you know, she didn't really go in and fill them in. She just wanted them to stay and she wanted a little bit of color. So the next one comes clear and it comes in color. So if you just want to go and you know, that's what happens is also eyebrows sort of move all over the place. And if you're not going to tweeze them or do them till you get to your person, or you don't want to do that, it's a good option. Yeah. I just didn't, the older I get, the more ornery they're getting. The eyebrows, yeah. I have had my eyebrows laminated did not work on me. It didn't work, huh? Did not work. Can you explain what that is? So eyebrow lamination is supposed to help keep your eyebrows down, but also give them more color and also a shape. In many cases, make them look more full. You know, I don't know why yours didn't take, but that's why they come out. That's why they come out with products like these. I would love for you to try this next product and see what you think. It's pretty 
to see if you think it's cakey or if it was too much, because I think it's a really good talking about acceptable options for people. You can buy it at Target, you know, talk about things that are easy and not expensive for people to use to give their brows a little bit more definition Mm -hmm. and to hold them in place. Right. Love that. It's not a secret that shopping for clothes is my favorite pastime. However, the most common issues people have when it comes to fashion and style is shopping. Remember when shopping was fun, not painful? If you want to love shopping again, you've come to the right place, Fashion Besties. There's nothing more rewarding than getting my clients the most bang for their buck by finding deals on the clothes from the brands that they love and trust the most. Create and curate new looks in your wardrobe with Rakuten, the smartest way to save money when you shop. Rakuten is the trusted app that brings all the brands you love for the whole family, from Neiman Marcus, Saks Fifth Avenue, Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, and so many more. With 4,200 retailers to choose from and over 17 million customers earning billions in cash back from purchasing their favorite brands, you'll crush your fashion goals and elevate your style in minutes. Earn cash back with everything you buy from fashion to travel to electronics. It's super easy to sign up. Start shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today where your cash back really adds up. Okay, Allison, back to you. So, all right, we've covered eyebrows. I want to talk about makeup tips that can make our fashion besties and myself, let's be honest, look younger. So let's start with the hooded eye. Can you explain what a hooded eye is and how to make it look better? So a hooded eye is when you have not a lot of, obviously I'm talking as if they're watching this, but <laughs> well, when, hello, they are. yeah, we, I hope they are. Um, oftentimes when the, the lid has sort of come down like this, right. Or, you know, I don't have a ton of lid space. So technically my eyes are a little bit hooded. And the idea for people with hooded eyes is that we obviously want to make them again, elongate them. So what you would do is I know that they can't see me right now. I'm going to talk like in the Southern <laughs> She accent. talks like this when she starts talking to me. <laughs> this is a domed eyeshadow brush. It comes in all different sizes, all different brands make it. The idea is if you have hooded eyes that you want to place product. If I can get in here right into the corner. And so what this does is you can see, I brought my eyeshadow all the way up here, up to the crease. And what this does is, is it makes the eyes go this way, right? It makes the eyes look bigger. And the idea with hooded eyes is that our eyes are so heavy that we want to elongate them and bring them open. So we want to place a little bit of eyeshadow in the corner, in the crease. And again, there's no mistakes, right? Because if you make a mistake, you take this fluffy brush and you just blend it out. It's like, hey, how are ya? And also one thing is I know some people, again, personal preference of a makeup artist. I like eyeliner. I, some people think it makes your eyes look smaller. I actually think for me, it gives them a little bit more definition. And some people really like black eyeliner. I'm big on like dark brown eyeliner and navy just to accentuate the eyes. Because if you have hooded eyes, again, what we're trying to do, even though my eyes aren't super hooded, they're not super huge. So I want to create the illusion that my eyes are wider, right? So with you, when I've done your makeup before, the idea is to, I'm looking at you as if I'm pointing to you, but you can't see me, but I see your beautiful eyes in front of me, is to, again, to use the lid space that you have, but to put more of the eyeshadow in the corner and pull it out a little bit so that we can elongate and make your eyes look bigger and more open and give the illusion that you are, don't have hooded eyes. That makes sense. Was that like too much of like a explanation or two questions? Yeah. 
I saw in a video in preparation for this interview that you're supposed to bring your crease up if you mm-hmm. have a hooded eye. Is that essentially what you're saying? Yeah. See, so here we're going to put it into your crease. Regardless, you can you can create a crease if you don't have one. If you have one, great. Then we're just going to go here. And that's what I'm saying. Like I put it in my crease and a little bit above, but not all the way to the top because that's very like 19 to me, 19, like 80. I don't know, 1990s. <laughs> so if you look really close... I put the eyeshadow just right here and I went a little bit above my crease. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. look very funny up close. <laughs> so, okay. Next question is, um, thank you for the explanation. The eyeliner. I saw on another video, she said she had a very thick, it looked like a crayon and she yeah. did the upper Under, lid yeah, inside waterline to make that. And I have never done that before. Do you recommend on the upper waterline and the bottom. So what that is called is tight lining. So what tight lining does is that makes it look like you have thicker, more lashes and it accentuates the eye, which you, it's a hard thing. So I'm not telling people that they have to do it. If they can't do it, I would definitely say like, that's a hard one. You know, right here, you're like underneath, but what that does is it will open the eyes and it does make your lashes look like you have more eyelashes, ah. you know? Also, another thing that you could do is do false lashes. Even if you just wanted to do a few, again, it makes the hooded eyes look bigger. It's all personal preference. Like if you're going to do tight lining, I think it's awesome. But if you're like, I can't see and I can't do it, then don't stress about that. Same thing for lashes. So if I want to do that, cause I wanted to try it, but I didn't want to do it without asking you first. Yeah. You do the top and the bottom or you just do the top? I would try it and see how you like okay, it with okay. just the top, right? If you're like a person who never wants to put eyeliner on your waterline because you're like, it smudges, then don't do that. Then just try it on the top and then put lots of mascara on and see the difference. You'll, you'll see the difference. It'll look like you have more lashes than you do. Speaking of mascara, that's our next yes. question. I'm very excited. I have run into two issues. Tell me. It smudges on me. Mm-hmm. Am I putting too much on? Or why do I look at my face in 15 minutes and the shit's all over my face? I I just don't. Am I doing it wrong? Obviously, it's the way I'm applying it. No, I don't think it's the way you're applying it. No, I don't think that. I think it's a couple of things. I think you could have oily eyelids. You could have you could have you put eye cream on or concealer or anything that has like it that is has oil base in it. It could be moving the product if you're not using waterproof. Now, oftentimes we say waterproof is harsh on the lashes. But I'm here to tell you that I have two new favorites that I'm going to do air quotes. It's in the clean beauty category. And prior to now, um, there was a lot of like, I'm talking years back when brands were like clean, they weren't to me up to professional standards. And now the movement has come such a long way that clean makeup, whatever that means to you is now perfect for professional use. So two that I love are one is Gwen Stefani, which is really interesting. I didn't show the line. Yeah. She does in Sephora. It's called Gwen. Um, and her mascara is called can't stop staring. Um, it is such a good mascara. I love it. And there's also another brand at Sephora called Calorie, which is their tubing. They Mm. come off in tubes. It's called come hell or high water. And those are two of my favorite mascaras. I'm using both of them and I think they're amazing. And they're the best that I found so far in terms of like not smudging. I love those. Those are my two favorite right now. 
that is my, the issue is the oily eyelids. So that means I need a primer, correct? That means you need a primer or I would, if you're going to use concealer or something, I would around the entire eye, I would get a translucent powder and I would just put a translucent powder on if you're not going to wear eyeshadow and just set like very gently around the eye to help stop the smudging. Okay. Just got that memo. Top and bottom, right? So oftentimes you want to put powder here underneath to make sure that you're going to stop the smudging. And also if you feel like you have oily eyelids, then put the translucent powder here. I mean, you make it sound so easy. But that's the thing, and I appreciate that, but that's how I want people to feel about makeup. I feel like people don't wear makeup because they feel like it's too much of a hassle or they're too stressed or it's too complicated. It shouldn't be that way. It should be, if you want to wear it, great. If you don't want to wear it, that's cool too. But I want to show you how to do it in a way that's not complicated and that you're happy when you're wearing it, right? Because it wasn't like, oh, such a process. I can't stand it, right? For whatever that is. If you're if you're the fashion queen like Holly or you're an executive or you're a stay-at-home mom, I want to show you the products that are going to make it easy for you. Two more questions. Any questions? We have to wrap it up and I don't want to at all. I don't want to wrap it up. And I mean, I could keep going for a little bit. Okay. I know, but we're running out of time. Okay. Tell us the top five brushes that you have to have. Okay. That's the first question. Okay. And the second thing, I want you to list very quickly the top five things you do for a five minute face. So I'm going to show you, I don't know if I don't, I don't want to necessarily show brands because that's not what we're doing here. Yeah. Just the type of brushes. But I want to show you, this is a domed, I don't know if you can see this. Is yes, a, I can. So this it's is a round. domed brush here. And, and this is a, a big fat blush it looks brush. Like a fan. This one you don't necessarily need, but I really wanted to show these two. Okay. Um, this, they market this as a contour brush. I use this for everything. If I want to put foundation on, if I want to put cream blush, if I want to put cream bronzer on, if I want to use powder, this I love. This here you could use um, for anything powder related, powder bronzer, powder blush. I do think those are important. I also think I want to show you, um, and here I'm not going to show you the name of this, but these two here are, and you don't necessarily need two of them, but you want to get one of these domed brushes that would make it so you can get into the crease and you would do like a windshield wiper. Those I think are super important. I think you need one. You don't have to have both. Okay. And then you need to have a brush that you can put the eyeshadow down with. So some sort of flat brush, right? Some sort of flat brush. And um, where's where there I am a flat brush where you can put the eyeshadow down. So that's probably one, two, three, four, five. That's like four or five brushes that I think are non. Oh, non-negotiable <laughs> thing. Oops. So fashion besties. So it's one dome, bigger brush that is made for contouring, but you can do whatever you want with it. Yep. Then a bigger, fluffier brush for blush for the powder, bronzer, regular powder, powder bronzer, whatever. Anything, and that right? looks more like a fan. Yep. Okay. And then for the two eyeshadow brushes, one is the fluffy round one. It, yeah. The second one's a little bit smaller. And then the last one I like to call is a stiffer eyeshadow brush. Right. Which is going to put down your eyeshadow. It's going to lay down the eyeshadow. Correct. And you know what? One thing I want to say, there is one in here, right here, this one over here, which you could also use, which you could use to line or to smudge. And it's like a little teeny, tiny, very small, compact brush. 
um, which I will send you all of these links. Sit back so you- a little bit and show that again because the sun was there. You go. Okay, ah. so those three we got that. Okay, okay, and then for my five super fast. I mean, I did my makeup in five minutes, literally. Now, again, it depends on what you're using. I use on my face, a tinted sunscreen that turns into foundation that I'm obsessed with. So that's my, Ooh, yes, that. it is amazing. It is what I use every single day. That's what I'm wearing. Um, and we're not allowed to say product, but I will send it into you. I use that on my face. I then use, which I do think is super amazing for people would be some sort of cream blush that you can double as a lip you take it, you can put on your lip and then put it here. Hello. That's what I did. I love it. Concealer, which everybody needs concealer. So now we've done. And then I did one brown eyeshadow, one brown eyeliner and mascara. That's all I did. I didn't even do cream bronzer today. You make it look and sound so easy. And again, Mm. you've told me this before. You've done my makeup a hundred times. It's all about the technique. And I get it. And you have to practice. I know you have to practice. You look like your makeup took a really long time. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying too, is that I don't, it doesn't matter to me what your profession is, whether you're stay at home or you're a, or you're a famous fashion Holly, or you're, (laughs) or you're an executive at some point you're front facing, whether you're going to your kid's school or you're going to doing a podcast or you're going to fashion week, or you're going to do a a presentation. And if you're taking care of everywhere else and you don't have, and you're not, don't have skincare on and you just look like you rolled out of bed, it doesn't sort of coordinate. So, and also sometimes you want, for me, I want to look like I have, you know, like I'm put together a little bit, even if my outfit's like, Oh, okay. So I want to show people that again, you don't have to spend a ton of money and it can take you five minutes, maybe 10 minutes top. So it's not overwhelming. And if you're going to go with your girlfriends, oh, I'm going to put a little blush on, or I have to go somewhere, make it easy, carry it in your purse. All these brands make mini size. So I will like do a whole rundown of my favorite products and products that we talked about, and I will send them to you for your viewers. And you know, the price points are really economical. In today's world, I agree. You don't buy some 99 cent lip gloss, okay? But you don't have to buy $48 lipstick. No. Unless you, you don't. want to. It, unless you want to, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You just right. don't have to do that. And for someone like me, where it doesn't come natural to me, I'm always want to learn. I see women, I'm like, her makeup looks amazing. Oh my God, her makeup looks good because I feel like I don't have enough practice. And so I've improved, but I haven't gotten to your level yet. I will say I I have got my little makeup bag right here. I do have some good things in here. I'm sure you could come in here like I could clean out your closet and you could be like, this is trash. This is crap. Throw this away. You should offer that service. Well, I am. I just did it actually yesterday. So I want to tell you that was amazing. I went to someone's house and not only did I get rid of the things that they weren't using, but what I did was I also kept the things that they had and they didn't know how to use. And then I showed them how to properly use them. So yes, we're going to incorporate some new products, but I also, somebody said to me, I have this product. I think it's a contour. I don't know how to use it. The lady told me to buy it. And I was like, wait a second, let me show you how to use it as a bronzer. And I gave her this domed brush that I told you about. And she was like, oh my God, what just happened? I I just, as long as I've known you, how long you been sitting on that? I need you to come and I need you to not only do my makeup, but 
do that for me because then you'll be like, why do you have this? <laughs> and also like, if you have something like I have one client who loves a particular Revlon eyeshadow, these eyeshadows. And I said to her, that's fine. You know, if you're not using these ones, get rid of them or give them away. But then I showed her how to use them. She was using it one way, which was fine. But then I was like, wait, why don't you use it like this and this? So I'm not just going to clean out your closet and make recommendations, your makeup closet. I'm going to then show you how to use it when we're done. And so that it's really beneficial. Everybody needs a friend like Allison. Everybody <laughs> needs a beauty guru who is going to do that for you. And I'm so grateful for your time. And I'm so grateful that you fit us in today. I have been trying to get you, saddle you. You finally said, I got this time. Honey, we made it work. I know. I love you so much. I love you so much. This conversation is so far from over. I can't even tell you. Allison was on the podcast way back when we were in the single and double digits way long ago. And I'm so grateful that you came back. Give us one mantra, one makeup must have, must do that you can leave us with, whether it's about cleanliness or whatever you think everybody should know that we can stick on a note and put it on our mirror. I just, I think my mantra is with makeup, do what feels comfortable to you. And don't, I know that we have so much social media and there's so many cool trends, but do what you're comfortable with and find some products that you can use that are quick and easy that make you feel the best version of yourself. That's my mantra. I'm going to put that on my mirror. Yes. I would love you to do that. Okay. I'm going to see you soon. I'm going to be yes. in New York for Fashion Week. I can't wait to see you. And I'm sure you'll be booked. We'll have dinner and drinks, whatever. We're going to do all the things. Love you so much. I love you. Celebrity, Thank you for having me. I love this conversation. Celebrity makeup artist, Allison Weisel. She's going to give us all her information so you can follow her. You can see all the beauties, all the models, and all the people that she does. It makes look gorgeous. My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and as always, the only Holly you need to know, please sign up for our newsletter, and don't forget to pick up your copy of Stop Making These Fashion Mistakes, hot off the presses, off of Amazon. We are number one as of today in the fashion category. Please send me a DM, email, Holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast. Let me know what you want to hear. Let's all thank Miss Allison Weisel, we are so grateful to you and you will be back and I'm going to bully you to be back on the show. Can't wait. I can't go this long. I, I can't. Me either. It's, I know. It's I not love okay. It's cathartic for me. I love it. <laughs> love you so much. Thank you. Love you so much. Bye. Talk to you guys later. Have a great fashionable week and thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.